from the world famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Welcome to the Black and Blue Report, and greetings today from Studio B at 5800 Airline Drive. Sure, it's good to be home. I'm Sean Kelly, and back after a long road trip out west with the New Orleans Pelicans, I actually wanted to see Daniel Salerson's face today. Producer Dan is here in Studio B with me, and uh, glad you're here, too. Um, I think that we're all tired of the rainy, dreary cold, uh, but that should turn around as the Pelicans begin a new homestand tomorrow. That's right. Sunshine and Pelicans basketball uh, coming your way starting tomorrow. Pelicans will be in town to face the Bucks, and then it's uh, Denver on Sunday and Memphis on Wednesday, and then three more at home after that. As a matter of fact, my wife is very happy. The rest of the month I only have two road games left, 11 games total at Smoothie King Center here in the month of March. As a matter of fact, the Pelicans have the most home games the rest of the way uh, in the NBA of significance and good for you, that's for sure. All right, so a big win for the Pelicans to end the road trip. They beat the Lakers, but prior to that, the eight-game losing streak. So there are plenty of negative things to talk about, but some positives too. And David Wesley will stop by today on the Black and Blue Report and break down many of those issues and help us look ahead not only to Milwaukee, but what this month of home games can mean for us. Uh, Tyreek Evans was a big story on the road trip. His insertion to the starting lineup seems to be a, a good decision for head coach Monty Williams. And uh, we'll hear from Tyreek Evans a little bit later in the show. He spoke to the media after practice today here on Airline Drive. And uh, the Bulls made some news last night, or should I say Joey Kim Noah made some news last night. Picked up his fifth triple-double, his second in three games, and his third in the last 30 days. The Bulls are 34-27. and 27. They beat the Pistons last night. So we did hunt down the radio voice of the Bulls, Chuck Swirsky, to talk about Mr. Noah's play and what he's doing with that position and how now that is the center, pardon the pun, of the uh, Chicago Bulls offensive system. So Chuck Swirsky on the program today. All right, so again, David Wesley, uh, Chuck Swirsky, Tyreek Evans, and then a reminder real quick here that tonight at 8 Central, we visit extensively, and you're going to want to listen to this one tonight, they visit extensively with head coach Monty Williams on the Monty Williams Show. That's at 8 Central on the radio, 105.3 WWL-FM. If you can't make the radio show, we're going to play the Monty Williams stuff for you tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. So you got two chances to hear what Coach has to say. It's his longest visit with anyone all week long. So we want to check in with Coach as we wrap up the road trip and get set for the big homestand. Glad you're with us here on this Thursday. Don't forget, help us spread the word about the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. It's on NewOrleansSaints.com, Pelicans.com, the two-team apps, which uh, are growing and growing and growing, uh, and iTunes. The um, Listening to the Black and Blue Report through the team apps and iTunes seems to be the uh, the preference for everyone, so we'll keep those motoring along there. The iTunes advantage is that it downloads into your mobile device each day for you when you click the subscribe button. 
can listen to an individual episode or you can click subscribe and it will download each day for you. Uh, Football-wise, I think we'll have something for you tomorrow. Uh, NFL free agency really fires up this weekend, and then we're going to turn our attention not only to the Saints but the NFL as that kind of kicks into gear the next phase of the NFL calendar. And I want to bring in some folks uh, nationally to talk about that, where the Saints stand, what the uh, headlines are around the league. So bear with us on that. Timing will will dictate on how all those guests uh, fall into place on future episodes here on the Black and Blue Report. All right, so basketball heavy today. Again, David Wesley, uh, Tyreek Evans, and Chuck Swirsky. It's all yours right after this first time out. Your New Orleans Pelicans take flight Friday night, March 7th, when the Milwaukee Bucks come to town. It's Pelicans Dance Team Night at the Smoothie King Center. With the first 10,000 fans in attendance, receive a Pelicans Dance Team poster. Tip-offs at 7 p.m. with the Pelicans Fest pregame block party getting underway at 5.30, featuring live music, the Zatarain season ticket card, and a whole lot more. Tickets start as low as $16 and are available now at pelicans.com. Pelicans fans, are you a sushi lover? Well, great news. Saki Cafe is now available at the Smoothie King Center. Visit us on game nights at section 114 on the lower concourse for some of our delicious offerings. We'd also like to invite you to a special happy hour this Saturday, March 8th, from 3 to 5 p.m. at our Kenner location. Come out to meet the Pelicans dance team for dollar beers, food specials, and for your chance to win Pelicans game tickets. 817 West Esplanade Avenue is the address. Sushi, Saki, Pelicans, and fun. We'll see you there. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Well, I'd barely uh, gone a couple hours without seeing David Wesley, and I had to call him and get him on Black and Blue Report on this Thursday. You know, we spent the last nine days basically living together. Um, And while we're all a little jet-lagged, here's David Wesley joining us on the Black and Blue Report on this Thursday. Good morning, David. Good morning. Hey, party people. Ready to ready to do some, do some black and blue today. Hey, what, what, what time zone does your body think it is in right now? It is still on the West Coast, and it's uh, it's still early where I am. <laughs> so I uh, can't believe you're calling me this early in the morning, but I missed you. Well, I appreciate that. You know, the, the, the 12 to 15 hours that we haven't seen each other have been seemingly like 30 or 40, to tell you the truth. So. Yeah, yesterday was really weird getting home around 4 o'clock, and you, you almost didn't know what to do. You felt like taking a nap, but it's the middle of the day, and everybody, you know, you get home to your kids, and hey, so oh, it I know. was kind of weird. I know. I fell asleep on the couch for a little bit, and then the mistake was getting up. I had to get up uh, mm-hmm. and do a couple things, and then all of a sudden, about 12:30 last night, I'm like, I'm wide awake. <laughs> it's because yeah. it's let's go. Yep, yep. So it felt like 10:30 to me. Uh, with all that being said, back home now and a full slate of home games in the month of March. We'll touch on that in a moment, but um, at least the road trip ended with a win against the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, David, your thoughts on kind of what transpired over the last nine days or so? Well, uh, I I feel like. Uh, with the state of the team the way it is, the injuries and, and whatnot, and if, if the three guys in Davis, Gordon, and Evans don't play uh, above their averages and above their their capabilities uh, together, and against the Lakers, the first time they all played well together, uh, they get a win. It's tough to do that, but that's what's go- it's going to take 
when they don't have the firepower anymore. And uh, they really ran uh, up against some teams that are playoff bound um, other than Sacramento and really came out and, and pretty much did the job. Um, and, and against the Lakers, they were able to penetrate, get anything they want. The Lakers pretty much want to outscore you. That night, they couldn't outscore the Pelicans. It was a nice win and a good taste coming out of the road trip. Is is the biggest story now um, the Tyreek Evans and the starting lineup issue? Is that really kind of emerged at the top here for you, at least as far as our recent history goes? Absolutely. Uh, he's finally back where he wants to be. Uh, he, he He's wanted to be a starter. He so-called embraced the role of coming off the bench and, and did the best he could. But uh, sometimes when you're used to being a starter and your mindset is, I want to start, maybe your heart isn't into the game every night because you feel like, you know, maybe you're playing to get better than somebody else. And, you know, that's a part of being a professional, understanding what's better for the team. Him coming off the bench, that punch off the bench was good at the time for the team. Uh, now he's out in the starting lineup. He's had, uh, other than his first game where, you know, just getting used to it, and the last three games have been outstanding. And, you know, almost triple doubles every night, uh, especially in the last two. And uh, he really, really looks good. I had a fan uh, ask me yesterday after we got back into town why the Pelicans can't look like they did against the Lakers most every night. And I didn't have a great answer for him. Maybe you have a better one. Oh, I, uh, well, one, the Lakers don't defend. Um, teams that defend and take away Anthony Davis and really uh, try to take away Eric Gordon, um, better athletes. Um, I mean, the Lakers are just as down and, and injured as as the Pelicans. So uh, on any given night, they're going to get beat as well. Um, they don't have the firepower. Uh, they're expecting guys that have either not played or been playing coming off the bench or asked to now be every night scores. That just doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. It takes years. Uh, they have young guys, and, and the Pelicans just got the best of them. Uh, the Pelicans appear, appear to be a little more tired of losing than the Los Angeles Lakers that given night. I thought Monty Williams brought up something very interesting the other night before the Lakers game. He was asked about the development of Anthony Davis. And here's how kind of he put it, and this was the first time I heard him talk about this. He said he said that if there's any silver lining within this injury-riddled season, it's the fact that because Holiday and Anderson specifically have been out so long, that Anthony Davis has had to become truly now the franchise player, and his development or these gaudy numbers and other things may not have developed as quickly if Holiday and Anderson were around. And with that being said, you know, because that now has been established, when those guys do come back, David, that they're now going to have to kind of adjust their games and be willing to accept the fact that this is the guy. Anthony Davis is the center of the franchise and, and and like a lot of other teams, all things will re- re- uh, revolve around Anthony. And and it, well, and that struck me when he said that. Well, I, I think it's a, a very a good point. And 
the fact that he's been forced into it, his leadership has had to step up. His voice has had to get a little bit louder. And those are the signs of one maturing and becoming the franchise player. And, and I still think he's still has some to go because there are times when he's thrown the ball in the post, he kicks it out, he goes instead of pick and roll. When he really becomes that dominant guy, he'll throw it out, get a deeper post, and demand the ball. Those are the kind of things that, that he wouldn't have done because he's such a team player. He, he's such a team player that he just plays along with the game. He doesn't really demand a whole lot. That'll be a part of his growth is being able to say to guys that are older than him that have been doing it longer that, yes, this is my team. I don't know that he has fully accepted yet that it's his team as much as he has accepted his role as, I got to do it now because those guys are out. Will he be able to then, when they get back, say, no, 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 hold up. This is the way we go. I'm going to post. I'm going to get deeper posts. I'm going to demand the ball. And, you know, he's so young. You hope he's able to do that because he's that talented. We'll see. David Wesley here with us on the Black and Blue Report this Thursday. Uh, it feels weird not to have a game tonight, um, but we'll back at it tomorrow. 11 home games in March. Uh, does that come at a good time for this team? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think it, for, for, in a lot of ways uh, it, it may not matter. Um, and I think sometimes when you're talking about a team that, that you want to win and that you – um, that you talk about and and find the good things in it. There, there's the the obvious. They just don't have the firepower. And on most nights, in any given night, regardless of where they play, it's going to be a struggle. Now, certainly, they looked great against the Lakers team, and that Lakers team is is not very good. As a matter of fact, Pelicans have a better record. Um, they have Milwaukee coming in tomorrow another team that's awful, a team they should win. And now we're home, and you know some of these numbers are going to look great because they're playing against teams that aren't any good. Uh, the, the problem is going to come is when the, the next four games come up, and obviously the, the company's a lot better, and those teams are looking for, for playoff situations. Makes sense. I mean, it really does. I mean, so um, the question will be this. I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't want you to answer it today, but maybe perhaps in a Wednesday or two on a Wesley Wednesday. Um, how should we evaluate the month of March? Don't answer now, but that that's kind of what we should probably end with. How do you that, go? That would be a good one. Yeah. How do we go about just taking the month of March itself, put everything else behind you, concentrate on March, and see how it plays out? Um, get some rest today. I hope that you uh, can find your way back into the central time zone before tomorrow. Yeah, I think I'm going to go mow the yard. <laughs> You're going to do what? Mow the yard. Mow the yard. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's past due. Oh, past and due. The wife is, yeah, the, the wife is looking at me like, uh, what are we going to do here? I'm going to put mine off another week. No, I, I, I wanted to do mine before I left for the road trip. It was rainy and wet. 
So I'm going to try and get out there and do it before it rains again today. All right, fair enough. The domestic in you. I love it. I love it. Yes. Good to have you, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night on the television. Fox Sports New Orleans, 7 o'clock Central, Bucks and Pelicans. David Wesley, our guest on the Black and Blue Report. We'll have more from Studio B right after this. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. As one Entergy customer to another, I have a tip for you. Download the free Entergy app. If my power goes out, I check the app. The outage maps let me know what's happening and when to expect my lights back on. It also makes it easy to pay my bill and manage my account, all right from my smartphone. Download the app today or visit EntergyApp.com for more information. Giving me control in the palm of my hand, that's the power of people. Entergy. Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for the Pelicans and Saints fans. We told you earlier that we might get a chance to talk with Chuck Swirsky, the voice of the Chicago Bulls, and he's been gracious enough to join us here on his off day and after another big night for the Bulls last night. Chuck, greetings. Um, I wish I could tell you the weather was better here in New Orleans to maybe make you feel warmer, but it's not. Um, but uh, another warm night for Joe Kim Noah. This is really something fun to watch, and that's why I wanted to have you on today. You know, we're watching our own young superstar grow here in Anthony Davis, and you've had a front row seat now for Joachim Noah for some time. And here he is pulling off another triple-double, his second in what, three games last night? That's correct. And his fifth overall, third behind Jordan and Pippen. Pretty good company there, Sean. And he was fabulous last night again. uh, You know, the offense is very interesting here under Tom Thibodeau. And, you know, as a center, now keep in mind, we're talking about a 6'11 big man. The offense runs through him, not, not a wing player, not certainly of a point guard, but through Joaquin Noah. So, I mean, you, a bundle of assists. He's right now has an opportunity to become the first center since David Robinson in 1993-94 to lead his team in assists, uh, which speaks volumes just about uh, how mature he has become in all facets of the game, Sean. Is he why the Bulls are 34-27 and 27 and solidly in the Eastern Conference playoff picture at this point? Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. I mean, he is, he is without question the heart and soul. And you've seen games where he just, every possession, I mean, Sean, every possession, he's involved. Either offense, defense, inspiring his teammates, diving on loose balls. I mean, you know, someone mentioned this the other day, uh, that he really is a throwback. You could put him in any era, and, and he would still get it done. And because his joy and love for the game comes through. Let me ask you this, Chuck. If Derrick Rose is healthy and playing, does Noah get to grow into the player and leader that he is today? I would say yes in a different manner. And that's a great question, Sean. Number one, obviously the ball would be in Rose's hands much more than right now Noah. But 
because Noah is such a gifted passing big man and that there is a confidence factor on the floor with him handling the ball, uh, I think Rose would understand that and give him the ball as a second option or if he gets, in a sense, and we saw a lot of this before he was hurt, a lot of trapping on the elbow that he would give it up to uh, Noah. And then, you know, Noah is at the top of the key, and the way the Bulls' offense is now run is that they do um, a lot of motion with their two bigs, and they curl in the lane. Uh, Gibson has now become very adept at that turnaround baseline jumper and also up at unders. And who gives them the ball? Noah. Who's giving Jimmy Butler the ball? Noah. So I think at this point in time, I think it's going to be a great issue when Rose returns next year. That and the fact that, you know, it's rumored that he's going to try and recruit Carmelo Anthony, too. I won't let you – I won't ask you to answer that one, but I thought I'd throw that out there, too. <laughs> yeah, you can throw that out there, and you're right. I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> Chuck, it's always great to talk to you. I know it's your day off, and I, I appreciate you taking a couple moments with us. We just wanted to touch on, you know, the big night for the for the young fella who uh, who's really thrilling us on the eastern side of things. So, hey, good luck to you guys and the Bulls the rest of the way, and uh, we'll be watching, Chuck. All right, Sean, and, and I'll tell you what, on behalf of everyone in Chicago, we're really, really proud of Anthony Davis. Uh, one of our favorite people watching him growing up and to see what he's doing right now for the New Orleans franchise and the fan base, I couldn't be happier. Well, he's carrying that flag proudly down here. There's no doubt about that. Chuck Swirsky, the voice of the Chicago Bulls, with us here on the Black and Blue Report. We will continue with what Tyreek Evans had to say after practice today next. Pelicans fans, are you a sushi lover? Well, great news. Saki Cafe is now available at the Smoothie King Center. Visit us on game nights at section 114 on the lower concourse for some of our delicious offerings. We'd also like to invite you to a special happy hour this Saturday, March 8th, from 3 to 5 p.m. at our Kenner location. Come out to meet the Pelicans dance team for dollar beers, food specials, and for your chance to win Pelicans game tickets. 817 West Esplanade Avenue is the address. Sushi. Saki, Pelicans and Fun. We'll see you there. Sirius XM subscribers now have a place to talk NBA 24-7. Sirius XM NBA Radio. To the lane, lays it up, he lays it up! With experts like Steve Kerr, Kenny Smith, Lionel Holland, Sam Mitchell, Jerry Stackhouse, and many more. Plus, guest appearances by NBA players, coaches, and GMs. Get closer to this. LeBron to the rim with a two-hand jam. And this. Direct. Page and fires the rainbow 18-foot jumper is a thing of beauty. By listening to Sirius XM NBA Radio. Channel 217. And the Sirius XM app. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. Well, to end the road trip, Tyreek Evans was one of three Pelicans to score 20-plus in that win over the Los Angeles Lakers. As a matter of fact, uh, Tyreek Evans now, through a number of starts in the road trip, is averaging right around 20 points a game. Uh, It's been a big-time move for head coach Monty Williams. We'll see what he does with it coming up throughout March. But... Uh, everybody anxious to speak with uh, Mr. Evans as he returned to town today with the ball club as they retook the practice floor. Here's some of that media scrum, as they call it, over there at the basketball facility earlier this Thursday. Well, how does it feel to be in the starting lineup? Just to try to push the pace, um, and, uh, rebounds, you know, pushing the ball, trying to get easy buckets. Now that the defense set up, you know, just get things going for us. Is it 
that pretty much coach had told you before you started you? I mean, nah, he just uh, told me, I think we were in Phoenix, and uh, he was like, you're going to start. Got a text, and like, I'm going to start you. He was like, let's go. I was like, all right, let's go. And um, started from there, you know, uh, just, you know, been, been playing, playing that way, starting, you know, and, uh, you know getting, getting back to my rhythm. Did it change anything for you, how you focus on the game, or? Yeah, definitely changed a lot, I mean, because I've been starting out my career, so, uh, I mean, I know how to pace myself, you know, um, you know, when to score, when to get assists, you know, get guys involved, you know, uh, when I start. So, um, when I knew I was starting, I knew I just um, had to get back to what I used to do. Tyreek, you said from the beginning you, you would embrace coming off the bench, and, and you certainly did that, but do, are you more comfortable as a starter than coming off the bench? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, uh, just because I, I know, uh, you know when to get going and when, when to get guys involved, you know, I just better read the defense and I start the game off. So, uh, right though, me coming off the bench, you know, and I'm just trying to, Know, be the be the sixth man or the guy off the bench if I'm trying to rush them and help just play my game. So do you think that's helped you break out of the shooting slump you were in before Phoenix? Uh, I mean, I, don't, I think I was going to get out of it eventually, but, you know, uh, I think I got out of it a little faster when I started. You know, just, you know, for me, you know, starting the game off, knowing how to, how to play that way, got me going. When did you rip stuff feeling okay to where it was comfortable to shoot and raise your hands and do it at a, at a level you were before? Um... Wow, it's still kind of sore a little bit. I mean, like, it's like, you can see it's like a bone sticking out right now, but uh, it's still, it still better, you know, not as sore as it was, uh, you know, um, when it first happened, you know. I've been mean, getting treatment, still getting treatment on it, but it's still a lot better. I'm moving better, you know, being able to take bumps and uh, finish, finish at the rim. How's it going? I just think y'all are going to play a lot more home games now than, uh, than you did have recently. You view, it as, you view it as a time that you'll kind of get back on the right track and, and get things uh, back under your handle. Definitely. I, mean, I think it's going to be important for us uh, to come out you know, at home you know, and uh, get some, rack up some uh, wins at home. But it's going to start you know, from, from, from the first first, uh, first half and then we got through the first punch you know, and uh, get, get us going and our second unit come in and do the same thing and then we finish the game off. How much more draining is it on the road than you know, the stress that you all had lately? It's tough. I mean, the uh, guys came back today in practice and then, uh, you know what I'm saying, they were tired, you know, and, and took a nap, went back to sleep, you know, try to get some rest. But, you know, I mean, that's the game of basketball. You know, on the road, you got to take care of your body, try to get rest. How important is it, do you think, for you guys to, to, to play better at home, to just kind of establish yourself as a good home team over the last month or plus of the season? Uh, that's important. I mean, one, uh, we got to take care of home court advantage, you know, you know, uh, we got to come to play in front of our fans, you know. We want to come out there every, every night just to say we, we play hard. You know, we want to win the game. So uh, we got to do a better job of winning games at home. How important is it to finish out strong for you? You have all these home games now. You know, with the season you guys have had, the injuries and all that, how important is it to finish out strong for you now? It's real important uh, just to finish out the season strong. I think that's going to be big for us, you know. Even though our guys is out, you know, uh, just staying focused and uh, finishing our show and not giving up, that's real important. Just carry over to next year. What has this season taught you? Uh, man, long season, you got to take care of your body, you know, and uh, try to stay healthy. And, you know, it shows that our guys got injured, you know, me and Hayden got injured a few times, but um, it didn't work out how we thought it was going to work, but we definitely going to come back strong next year. All right, so Tyreek Evans and the Pelicans take on the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow night at Smoothie King Center. Tomorrow night is also... Uh, Pelicans Dance Team Night. Tickets start as low as $16 for tomorrow night's game. 
We understand there are still some good seats available, and the first 10,000 fans uh, in the building will receive the uh, Pelicans dance team poster for the year as the Pelicans go for a sweep of those Milwaukee Bucks and uh, hope to make it two in a row as then we get set for Denver on Sunday. First things first, Bucks tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Full coverage, of course, on the New Orleans Pelicans radio network, and it's yours on Fox Sports New Orleans as well with Joel Myers and David Wesley. When we return, let's see here. I want to make sure I've got this right. Yes, I'll give you a little bit of the taste of tomorrow's lineup for the Black and Blue Report, the Friday edition after this message. New Orleans Pelicans season ticket holders are with the team at the perfect time. Our season ticket holders continue to enjoy benefits that include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions and merchandise, access to the Zataran season ticket holder pregame party, and much more. You'll want to be with us as we take this team to the next level. Plus, most season ticket holders renewing their seats by March 31st will lock in their current ticket pricing. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to renew your seats today. Bud Light presents NFL Fan Dilemmas. Should I put these Bud Lights on your tab? Just supposed to get this round. Whoa, interception! But on my rounds, we play better. It's good luck when I buy Jeff's beers. But I don't want to buy Jeff's beers. He wouldn't even give me gum the other day. What a shocking turn of events. Absolutely everything going right. Yep, my tab. It's only weird if it doesn't work. Bud Light, for the NFL fans who do whatever it takes. Here we go. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Thanks to the internet, anyone can get a show these days. Tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. Good one for you. Of course, Monty Williams extensively tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, tomorrow's Jeff Withy's birthday, so maybe we'll effort to get him on the program, talk about his birthday, uh, the big dunks he had against the Lakers, and help us preview the Milwaukee Bucks uh, for a ball game tomorrow night at Smoothie King Center. And then, as I understand it, uh, Daniel Sowerson has a blockbuster interview with Natalia, who's a wrestler, right? Yes. Okay. A WWE, right? WWE Diva status. Okay. Now, did you put a picture of her up while you were interviewing her? That'd have been awkward. Okay. But is she kind of a, you know, easy on the eyes, as they say? Okay. I won't tell her. Secret safe with me. Anyway, so in our ongoing effort to promote... Um, Big events coming to our town, uh, being great hosts for sporting events. Uh, we're going to talk a little WWE tomorrow with Natalia in anticipation of WrestleMania, which is in one month, April, April 6th. How about that? All right, so that's on the program tomorrow. Good thing you did the wrestling thing. I, I just I don't follow it. Uh, so Natalia on the show tomorrow. And then... Uh, I lost my train of thought thinking about Natalia. Monty Williams, Jeff Withy, possibly. Uh, all as we wrap up a, a week, a shortened one at best, uh, on the Black and Blue Report. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Special thanks to Chuck Swirsky, Tyreek Evans, and David Wesley today. I'm Sean Kelly. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. For Pelicans and Saints fans, this is the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.